to 40. What's your plumbing problem? Oh, this is going to be good, folks. I wanted to, ch- I to, wanted to simply... All I simply... Can you keep it, can you keep it yes. uh, edited? I wanted to simply change the kitchen sprayer. That's all, all right. I wanted to do. There was a little leak in it. Sure. So I went and bought the sprayer. Sure. And I went and bought the hose. Right. And I was detaching the hose from the sink mechanism. Okay. From the direct source of the water Which into the hose. Called a faucet. Here we go. Yes. Yeah. And I cannot get it to attach. There's a there's a little coupler on it. Every time we turn the water on, that the hose shoots out. I uh, it's I don't know what kind of sink it is. I don't know anything. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Is there? Uh, let's consider the uh, the faucet the male. And consider the hose the female. This would be accurate. All right. So you stick the hose on the male aperture. Yes. Why don't you just go to the hardware store and get a hose clamp and tighten it on there? Like a radiator clamp. Huh? What? I didn't think of that. Well, that's... Because there were clips on it. They're not good enough. So you mean I I could just go and get a... Oh, no, 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 this... It doesn't work that way. Because there's a piece of the hose, okay, that that attaches to it. Yeah. Um, it has to go in. There's no grooves. This uh, is a piece uh, of this is a piece of plastic. <laughs> it's not the hose. It's a it's an add-on that you you clip screw in to the end of the hose. Yeah. And then it goes over over the uh, the, the, the male part of the faucet. Right. But it, it doesn't click. So there's no soft hose where I could get a radiator clamp and squeeze it because it's a plastic part. So, so the whole is the whole thing plastic or just the the attaching part? The attaching part. Then is forget plastic. that. Stick the hose on there. Put a hose clamp on it. Bang there, bang boom. It has grooved, so I can't. What's grooved? Uh, it's 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 a screw in at the end of the hose. Yeah, for the sprayer. Me. I guess I can't picture it. I two days we haven't had a kitchen sink. Oh, and things are getting a little. She's been very nice and very patient, but we moved to day three. Um, I might be in the garage. Where was the leak? It was with the. Um, it was with the sprayer at the end of the sprayer. Sure. But I Why just, uh, just get some duct tape and fix the leak. That's usually what I would do, and then that would not. You can't have that sitting in the sink with duct tape. Why not? Who cares? You kidding she me? Does. She does. So I well, you can to... get all kinds of colored duct tape and decorative duct tape, and you can get duct tape with little ducks on it. You can do anything. I mean, what? I'm not talking I, the gray yeah, stuff. No, no, we can't. We can't do that. But I, what, what I also took off was two plastic clamps, clips. Yeah. I can't find those clips. Sure, you lost them. I went to. Uh, well, I had to. Why didn't you just replace the entire hose? I did. No, so I, I bought a new everything. assembly. The everything. Yes, and that's why when I took off that old one, uh, the uh, the 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 new one doesn't pair well with the old uh, nipple, shall we say, of the uh, faucet. Mm-hmm. But you had a great idea. If I could jam that hose up there, I would. I would just put a tight, you know, tighten it up with a, a radiator clamp or something. Dummy, just call Fratelloni. You know a guy. Yeah, you, you got you, a guy. You got, you got guys. You're 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 not capable Mike of this. Mike hasn't been in aisle seven for about ten years. No, but you're not you're not capable of this. You have no knack. I don't. And I thought I was really doing a 
Uh, I thought, you know what? I'm going to take, it'll be an hour. You're a guy who ran a car without oil in it. You can't put a new hose in. (laughs) You have no knack. Tree fell over. Yeah. You know, Christmas tree. I had to tie the Christmas tree up. Well, uh, all right. Well, okay. I'll work on it. Did you buy the wrong hose, maybe? It's been three days. Three days. Dishes are piled up. She's probably listening, so maybe we shouldn't talk about it right now. You brought it up. Lieutenant General Jay Silveria's forceful speech against bigotry in the Air Force went viral. But the racist incident that precipitated the speech was revealed to be another hoax. Mm. Racist messages were discovered in September against several minority candidates at the Air Force Academy Preparatory School in Colorado Springs. The messages read, go home, and then a word I won't say. While the incident inspired a heartfelt rebuke from Silveria that went viral, Tuesday it was revealed one of the black cadets had written the message himself. You got people, stop doing that. If racism is so prevalent... Why do you have to do it yourself? Why are we manufacturing fake racism things? The cadet admitted to writing the messages himself, according to authorities investigating the matter at the school. The cadet is no longer at the school, but officials declined to say whether he was expelled or left of his own volition. Silveria was clear and adamant that bigotry and racism would not be tolerated in the Air Force in a speech that was spread far and wide by many who agreed with his sentiments. If you can't treat someone from another race or different color skin with dignity and respect, then you need to get out, he said. If you don't treat someone with dignity dignity and respect, then get out, Silveria repeated. Okay, uh, stop doing this, kids, uh, because... uh, Not helping the cause. Well, you're trivializing racism so long as we can find examples of it where the word still means something, which is becoming more and more difficult to do. Uh, it would be racism uh, had there uh, had those uh, vile admonitions been real. But again, if if racism is so prevalent, then what the hell do you got to do it yourself for? Right. If it is prevalent, it would just be every three blocks. Are you ready to solve your problem? You knew GLers would bail you out, John. Hey, Joe. Yeah. Hey, rookie. Um, what brand faucet is it? He doesn't know. I don't know. You don't know the brand of the fog. There's uh, one of the big problems. There's uh, three different styles of hoses, and if you don't get the right hose, then it's not going to work. And if you lost those clips, you're kind of SOL too. It's not going to work. You got to have those clips back in order to get the old, uh, the new one on the old faucet. Yeah, where do you think the clips are? I just thought they would be at the store. You go and buy. No, but where are the existing clips? Oh, here? they're they're busted. They're they were they were old, oh. and so I had to. Just, I had to dismiss them. Now that's where uh, Fratalone's probably going to come in. You'd probably be in their in their nuts and bolts and department that they have there. That big wall that's got. Yep. Yep. Oh yeah. Fifty thousand. Yeah, they'll probably have that clip there. You might want to bring the hose in to have them match up the right kind of clip for you. All right. Thank you. I'm going to give it a shot. Thank you, sir. Six four six eight two five five eight seven seven six one five fifteen hundred. You got a problem with your sprayer? Oh you call God. me now. Welcome to Hose Talk. I've had a lot of help at Fratelloni's. Uh, they got good guys in there. Well, yeah, and it's not Mike. It's he's going to put you in Mike touch. Mike doesn't with know a hose clamp from no. a radiator. And he's good at running his hardware store, yeah. but uh, you know. But he's going to get you in touch with Ray or you know the guy that they actually knows what people. he's doing. They got people. I told you, I finally joined the Ace Rewards program. 
can't believe it. I don't, I don't know what took you so long. You get deals. You get five bucks off here and there. I haven't gotten anything yet. Apparently, they start sending you coupons when you've accumulated enough points. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They all the time. Yeah. You got an ace down by where you are? Uh, it's not Fred Alone's. It's Simonson's. Yeah. They're, well, well they're that's not people. that's not Fred. That's not Ace. But it's uh, they're friends of uh, they're amicable um, competitors to the Fratelloni family. All right, they're they're good people as All well. Right. All right, very good. I was just noting on the Daily Mail there's a story of a Minnesota nutritionist named Emily Field who said it's uh, t- ordering two hamburgers is better for your health than ordering uh, a burger. With fries. Run that by me again because I'm paying very close attention. A Minnesota nutritionist named Emily Field says that ordering two hamburgers is better for your health than ordering one hamburger with fries. Let's hold the fries, Bryant, and let's double up on that burger. Just uh, offering that as a public service announcement. I'm all in with that. California NAACP wants Congress to replace the racist pro-slavery national anthem. Sorry, uh, what country? The California chapter of the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People is calling on Congress to change the national anthem. The NAACP passed a resolution in October calling the song one of the most racist, pro-slavery, anti-black songs in the American lexicon. How are they going to try to change this song? This is power washing. Okay, let's go over it. Well, let me get to it. Okay. Some lyrics in the third verse, specifically, their blood has washed out their foul footsteps, pollution no refuge could save the hireling and slave from the terror of flight or the gloom of the grave. We never sang the third verse. Yeah. These lines are thought to refer to black American slaves who fought for the British during the War of 1812 in hopes of winning their freedom. I have no idea. Francis Scott Key, who wrote the Star-Spangled Banner, was a slave owner who opposed freeing the slaves. Key said that African Americans uh, were a distinct race of people, which all experience proves to be the greatest evil that afflicts a community. I don't. California NAAC President Alice Huffman said the NFL's protest controversy would be solved by changing the anthem to something else. Maybe Boogie Nights or something. (laughs) I think all this controversy about the knee will go away once the song is removed, Huffman said. So is Huffman more worried about the song or the NFL? That's a good question. So Huffman proposes Congress finds a replacement and not another song that disenfranchises part of the American population. There is not yet any legislative sponsors for the resolution, but there is one opponent, Assemblyman and gubernatorial candidate Travis Allen, who notes our flag and national anthem unite us as Americans, Allen said, protesting our flag and national anthem sows division and disrespects the diverse Americans who have proudly fought and died for our country. Real social change can only happen if we work together as Americans first. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you can really, you really have to do a lot of research to first go into the third verse that we, you're right, we do not ever sing. And then to transfer that into thinking that it's a reference to the the black slaves that fought for, 
the British. Their blood has washed out their foul footsteps pollution. No refuge could save the hireling. In, is Reavers in there or is he recording? I believe he's recording. No refuge could save the hireling and slave from the terror of flight or the gloom of the grave. Well, look, up the, look, up? look up the lyrics to the national anthem. Got it. Oh, say, can you see by the dawn's early light? Uh, th- those words sound out of step with the previous verses. Let's let's verify that that, in fact, is the... Okay, complete version of the Star-Spangled Banner showing spelling and punctuations from Francis Scott Key's manuscript in the Maryland Historical Society selection. Mm-hmm. It begins with, oh, say, can you see? Uh, exactly. Mm-hmm. Third verse, and where is that band who so vauntingly swore that the havoc of war and the battle's confusion, a home and a country should leave us no more? Well, this isn't the third verse, then. There, is there a verse that says their blood? Yeah, has, that's the next line. Their blood has washed out their foul footsteps pollution. No refuge could save the hireling. Right, read, read the verse uh, prior to that again. Uh, the verse, uh, the third verse yeah. starts with. And do it slowly. And where is that band who so vauntingly swore that the havoc of war and the battle's confusion, a home and a country should leave us no more? And then, their, their blood has washed out their foul footsteps, pollution, no refuge could save the hireling and slave from the terror of flight or the gloom of the grave. It sounds to me, yes. it sounds to me like that refers to the uh, the gallant in the previous verse. It doesn't sound to me like it has anything to do with black people. Or I, I, it doesn't seem like that at all. Uh, unless you are looking, unless, unless you are power, looking Unless you're that. a power washer. Right. You're going to take something like the Star Spangled Banner and you're going to power wash it. Power washes, power washing is taking something innocent and introducing darkness to it. Hmm. It sounds to me like their blood has washed out their fall footsteps pollution. That sounds to me like it directly refers to the third verse. Uh, and so, Alice Huffman, if you are advertising this as the third verse, you are incorrect. It's the fourth. Uh, never gets sung, nor does the third. So... Lady, B as in B, S as in S. You're a power washer. You're of little little help to uh, the country. But, of course, Francis Scott Key uniquely was a slave owner uh, because they were very rare in his day. That was a very rare thing to be a slave owner in his day. None of us uh, applying modern sensibilities approve of that. But uh, in his day, 1812, are you kidding? Uh, they were unfortunately very common. So, and again, I don't know if this crackpot is uh, worried about NFL players taking the knee or she's just a power washer. The term stemming from a uh, Seattle City Councilman, a former Black Panther, who said that after watching a fellow use a power washer on the steps of the uh, City Hall, uh, didn't want it used anymore because he said it was evocative of turning... Uh, water on civil rights activists in the 60s. That's power washing. Uh, changing the name of a school named Lynch, named for a farmer who donated the land uh, because it's evocative okay. of hanging, that's power washing. Changing the lyrics to baby, it's cold outside because you think it's about date rape, that's power washing. When you take something innocent and natural and you turn it to darkness, that's power washing. How about this? 
This is on the Francis Scott Key Wikipedia page. Mm-hmm. Slavery and American Colonization Society. Key purchased his first slave in 1800 or 1801 and owned six slaves in 1820, mostly in the 30s. Uh, he set free seven slaves, one of whom continued to work for him for wages as his farm's foreman, supervising several slaves. Throughout his key career, Key also represented several slaves seeking their freedom in court for free, as well as several masters seeking return of their runaway slaves. Um, you know what the word that caused all the problem is? What? Owning. Owning. If only, if only the... Uh those antiquated souls who didn't have any modern sensibilities, if only we could have looked at them as they were employees. It's the word owning that's... that's uh, right, hire, you're the boss. You can be the boss, but you don't own me. No, it's owning that gets everybody in trouble. He publicly... Critic- can't own another person. He publicly criticized slavery's cruelty so much so that after his death... A newspaper editorial stated, so actively hostile was he to the peculiar institution that he was called the N-word lawyer because he so often volunteered to defend the downtrodden sons and daughters of Africa. Yeah, well, we ain't changing the anthem. And we'll be back in just a moment. But now, don't you have John Height. Thank you, Joe. It's sunny and 40 degrees. This update brought to you by the Duluth Trading Company. Visit Duluth Trading Company's stores in Fridley, Bloomington, and downtown Duluth. Minnesota Vikings officially placing Sam Bradford on injured reserve today to make room for Teddy Bridgewater to come off the physically unable to perform list. Bradford injured in week one against the New Orleans Saints, re-aggravated his knee against the Chicago Bears. He's not practiced since that Bears game and now has undergone surgery this week. Bridgewater has been practicing since October 18th and has not been listed on the injury report during that time span. Wolves and Wild both on the road tonight. Wolves on the West Coast playing the Golden State Warriors. The Wild are in Toronto to play the Maple Leafs. Former Minneapolis North basketball star Khalid Alamine has been named an assistant coach at the school. Alamine helped lead the Polars to three straight titles from 1995 to 97. He played collegiately at Connecticut, helped lead the Huskies to a national title in 1999. He was a second-round pick of the Chicago Bulls in the 2000 uh, NBA draft. He played professionally all over the world for 15 years, winning titles in Croatia, Ukraine, and Turkey. Since coming back to Minneapolis, El Amin has stayed close to youth basketball and has formed his own business, El Amin Training. News notes from today. It is now official. Jacob Fry has been elected the next mayor of Minneapolis. Fry was declared the unofficial winner following the second round of ranked choice voting that began this morning. The city council will meet next week as uh, as the municipal canvassing board to receive and certify the final results, at which point they become official. Turnout was high for an off-year election in the city. The city clerk's office estimated a total voter turnout of 106,000 between day of and ballots cast in advance of the election. That's 43% of eligible voters in Minneapolis, 10% more than in 2013, the last off-year election. In 2009, 45,968 voters went to the polls. Fry's a civil rights attorney and current city council member. He grew up in Virginia, received a degree in government from the College of William and Mary before attending law school at Villanova University, a former professional runner. Fry developed a fondness for the city, he says, when he visited Minneapolis to compete in the Twin Cities Marathon more than 10 years ago. He moved to the city after he graduated from Villanova, elected to represent Minneapolis's third ward in 2013. Another transplant, huh? It'll be interesting to know which public cushion Hodges falls on. Ah, right. Okay, we'll watch for that. What great gig she ends up with. Met Council. Something.
You'll be in charge of bike lanes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a 21-year-old Illinois man is in the Beltrami County Jail in connection to the disappearance yesterday morning of a 13-year-old Bemidji girl. Beltrami County Sheriff's Department reported the teen and 21-year-old Chris Morales of Oswego, Illinois, were located in Minneapolis yesterday afternoon. Morales was arrested without incident. He's being held on probable cause, third-degree criminal sexual conduct, and deprivation of custodial or parental rights charges. According to Beltrami authorities, the girl was discovered missing yesterday before school. Neighbor who had seen someone standing at the wood line near the girl's home on Sunday took down the license plate number and description of a white Jeep Wrangler believed to be driven by Morales. Authorities said it appeared Morales and the child had met on social media. And an investigation showed the pair could have headed to the Twin Cities. Sheriff's Office received help from the Bloomington and Minneapolis Police Departments, as well as from agents with the Bureau of Criminal Apprehension in locating and arresting Morales. President Trump has every intention of tweeting while he's in China, according to a senior administration official. All good. As long as he can access his Twitter account. The statement said the president will tweet whenever he wants. Twitter and other Western and social media platforms are blocked in China, where the government maintains an iron grip on Internet access. Asked if Trump would be able to sidestep the ban, the official said that the U.S. likely had the gear aboard Air Force One to do so. The official said, I'm sure we've got the gear aboard the airplane to allow that to happen, but it is noteworthy that none of the major Western platforms for social media are even allowed to operate in China, is what the official said. Last year's seasonal flu vaccine effectiveness was just 42%. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention had estimated even if vaccinated people had inadequate protection against the flu, that limited effectiveness was due to a mutation that occurred in the influenza A vaccine strain. That, according to a study published this week in the Journal Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, that vaccine mutation resulted from an egg-based manufacturing process commonly used today. Now, this year's flu vaccine might also be imperfect, said Scott Hensley, author of a new study and an associate professor at the University of Pennsylvania. Add to that, he said that this could end up being a pretty bad flu season. Still, he said, the best protection you have is to get vaccinated with the flu shot that is available. Is now. your arm still sensitive where you got your... Not never, sensitive, not hurting, but... Never was. It never was for I'd one probably moment. probably do it right. I don't know. Never was for one moment. Did you get is yours? Yeah, I got mine. I, 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 can, I know where it was... I can feel where it was. I got the shot. It's not sore like, oh. I can't. Oh. That was like a month ago, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. it was a long time ago. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't felt mine since day two or so. Doc, it hurts when I do this. Don't do that. <laughs> a Pennsylvania state trooper remains hospitalized in critical condition today after he was shot several times during a traffic stop. But authorities say he likely saved his own life by using a tourniquet that he carried with him. State Police Captain Richard D'Ambriozio said at a news conference that Corporal Seth Kelly, a 13-year veteran, suffered gunshot wounds to his neck and shoulder area and his leg. He's undergoing another surgery today to remove a bullet. Kelly carried a tourniquet on his belt, used it after he was shot multiple times, applying it to one of his wounds, more likely uh, than not saving his life. But did they save the body part as well? Mm-hmm. Okay. At this at this point, yes, he is undergoing wow. surgery this afternoon. Okay. Uh, they did uh, catch the fellow that did the shooting, by the oh, way. Good. I'm reading Nelson DeMille's new book, The Cuban Affair. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to ever go to Cuba, not until it's a completely different government. What's uh, why? It's a frightening police state. And I see we're clamping down now on reducing the numbers of Americans who can go there. Yeah, new rules even uh, right. as of yesterday, I right. think. Right. Yeah. Well, what 
It's just a great novel, but uh, Nelson DeMille did his homework, and I don't want any part of Cuba. But if you're a guest there, I mean, aren't you okay? You're you're watched like a hawk. All right, prior to reading that, what was the percent chance you were going to head over to Cuba? Well, not very high. I want to go to, I would like to accompany Randy Wayne White on a Cuban trip. Well, Well. Because I think he knows people, and if you have a guide like that, I think it would be more, Yeah, it would be fun to go. Uh, one sports right. note uh, Chris just showed me, just this news just in. The Timberwolves playing Golden State tonight, mm-hmm. a very good Golden State team, obviously. Uh, Kevin Durant will not play. He is injured for Golden State. That he has bodes con- well for our boy. He contusion. has a left thigh contusion. So, uh, so much will- like rookie's owie he's got in his arm. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right. Kevin Durant so also a little, has a I think mine's a little more. Yeah. <laughs> Apollo 12 astronaut Richard Dick F. Gordon Jr., one of a dozen men who flew around the moon but didn't land there, has died. He was 88. Gordon was a test pilot. When he was chosen for NASA's third group of astronauts in 1963, he flew on Gemini 11 in 1966, walking in space twice. In 1969, Gordon circled the moon in the Apollo 12 command module Yankee Clipper, while crewmates Alan Bean and Charles Conrad landed and walked on the lunar surface. Over the two flights, he spent nearly 316 hours in space. Uh, He was known by the other astronauts to be a cool customer. He was a Navy captain and chemist. He was such a steely professional, according to the other astronauts, that after a difficult first spacewalk, he fell asleep during a break in his second spacewalk. He downplayed a pulse. You yeah. think the Yankee Clipper was named for DiMaggio? I would think. Huh? It was I bet. The yeah. 60s. So. Yeah. He downplayed Apollo 12 being hit by lightning during liftoff. Backup batteries saved the crew from having to abort the mission. Is that 88. Well, he was the one that penned the note, Larry, you know, where were you? <laughs> right. We waited and waited, but I couldn't circle anymore. And the Yankee Clipper, much different than the Calcutta Clipper. Yeah, right, that's a little more, it's, it's a nautical. Swings down. Pope Francis took snap-happy bishops, priests, and pilgrims to task today, telling them Mass was a time for prayer, not an opportunity to whip out camera phones. He chastised those gathered in St. Peter's Square by saying, at a certain point, the priest leading the ceremony says, lift up our hearts. He doesn't say, lift up our mobile phones to take photographs. He continued, it's so sad when I'm celebrating Mass here or inside the Basilica, and I see lots of phones held up, not just by by the faithful, but also by priests and bishops. Please. The 80-year-old Argentinian pontiff is no stranger to the world of social media. After all, he has 14 million followers on Twitter. He often poses for selfies with enthusiastic young pilgrims, uh, but he has a conflicted relationship with mobile phones. Back in February, he told youngsters to get off their cell phones during family meals. He's right. Mm -hmm. Warning that the death of face-to-face conversations can have dire consequences for society, and even, he went so far as to say, could end up causing wars. He's right. He's called... If you're... you're Having an audience with the Pope and he's celebrating Mass, it would be inelegant or ill-mannered to take a photo, but the temptation would be there because when are you ever going to be able to do that That's again? That's too bad. Don't do it. I know you would personally, but don't do it. I think I would. I, think I know I, you would. It would be hard, but I would mean no. It wouldn't take away from my well, celebration know, of the Mass. I know, I know, I know, but he would like, hey, hey, hey uh, Pontiff, can you look up for a second? He doesn't want you to do it. Doesn't want you to do it. And, and then the pontiff, you know. Right, yeah. yeah hey, hey, you over there, get out of the way. <laughs> and then you'd also have to put up a photo of what you had for lunch. Yeah. I think I would have Father Guido Sarducci give me a tour. There's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Suchere. 
Here's Dave Dahl. Thank you, Joe. We're up to 40 degrees, but that cold front is right on our doorstep. I think we're going to start to see the temperatures drop here pretty quickly. We're going to go all the way down to 20 for the overnight low tonight. And some snow developing along that Arctic front as well. Uh, that could produce uh, up to an inch, maybe even two inches in a few places. And with the ground frozen by the time that fr uh, front arrives, or by the time the snow arrives, I think we'll see a lot of that snow stick, especially to side streets. So uh, it could get a little icy by tomorrow morning. Northwest winds around 5 to 15. Partly cloudy skies, windy and cold tomorrow. High of only 24. Wind chills of 5 to 10 above. Northwest winds 10 to 20 miles per hour and gusting even higher. Mostly clear skies. It's going to be cold tomorrow night, down to 13 above. And then partly cloudy skies on Friday. Some snow developing late again. High on Friday, 30. It warms up to 36 with some rain mixed with some sleet and snow on Saturday. And then 38 Sunday and up into the 40s for early next week. We're still looking at a high close to 50 by Tuesday of next week before another cold front arrives on Wednesday as temperatures drop then back into the 30s. But today going for a high of around 41, Joe. Right now we're at 40, and I have the records for the day. November 8. 77 on this date. 77. In 1999. In 1999. One above. One above. And you know the year. 1991. You got it. Holy mackerel, that was a bad that stretch. Was, that was cool. And that snow melted before Christmas. It, it, it melted before Thanksgiving. Oh. It melted before Thanksgiving. Wow. Then Thanksgiving, we got another 16 inches of mm -hmm. snow. All right. Thank you. Yep. Woman, let's let's stick with racist, uh, which no longer means anything, and this story is one of the greatest proofs of that. Okay. All right. <laughs> An unnamed woman was recorded calling a Taco Bell employee racist for not letting her order French fries. The video, reportedly taken at an unidentified Taco Bell restaurant in the United States, shows a possibly drunk woman looking up at the menu while trying to order a medium-sized French fries. The employee told the woman they do not carry French fries, to which the woman responded, You're Burger King? You don't sell French fries? No. no. <laughs> the Taco Bell employee explained to the woman that she is not in Burger King. She is in Taco Bell, which does not offer hamburgers or French fries. The employee then tries to take the woman's order, who once again asks for French fries. Once the woman seemingly understands that the fast food chain doesn't sell French fries, she attempts to have the employee read the menu. The em okay. The employee. The employee does. <laughs> the employee does not. As the woman continues to stand at the counter, she becomes increasingly distraught that the employee is intentionally not being nice to her, mm. and proclaims, "This is racism at its bleeping finest." before nearly dissolving into tears. Another customer stepped in and told her it's not racism, it's just that Taco Bell says ta sells tacos and burritos. Aha. Uh -huh. Did she talk to the manager? She says she are the manager. Okay. She says she are the manager. <laughs> After an exchange with other people in the restaurant, which she claims to work with people who are challenged every day, the customer again refers to Burger King where she apparently still thinks she is. No, I am them. I know you are. Another employee tried to help out by starting over and walking the woman through the menu, but the woman felt that she had been treated poorly by both the drive through employee and the counter employee and decides to leave, ultimately stating, I don't like what happened here. And you have a phone number. 
That's your that's your date of birth. Had the young woman returned at a later date, however, it's quite possible Taco Bell could have fulfilled her request. Ah. The chain hinted that they might soon be offering French fries in a Twitter conversation with Blink-182 member Mark Hoppus after he lamented that the chain's menu lacked the fast food staple. This might be one of the strangest stories I've ever read. Uh, How do we get to Blink-182? Right, and a discussion about why do they don't offer French fries? Well, French fries are not a... Don't they have potato belays, or is that... Maybe that's Taco Joe's. I don't think I've ever been to a Taco Bell. Uh, you know. Do they advertise with us? Uh, I don't think so, but uh, it's cheap, and it's... It it's, gets the job it done. It gets the job done. It's it, solid. It foams the runway, does yes, it? it foams the runway is a good way to put it. I like a nice chalupa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't tried their new... Uh, what's the egg one? The egg? Oh, the egg breakfast deal. Yeah. I don't know if that intrigues me or not. Uh, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to figure out how she got from drive-through inside. It well, seems to me that she was inside during this whole ordeal. You're hung up on that. So she that was the drive-through, and then she came in and said, "No, I am them." Yep. Because the video shows the woman looking up at the menu while trying to order a medium-sized French fries at the counter. Ah. I'm with her. It just it's bleeping racism at its at its finest, at its at its pinnacle. That you won't sell me French fries. Even though you don't have them. We don't sell them, but that's racism. Right. (laughs) Not only is that racism, she said, this is racism at its bleeping finest. Bleeping finest. Mm -hmm. Right, right. This is is the clearest example that this woman has ever experienced. (laughs) You're in the wrong restaurant ordering the wrong food item. I think she thought she was at Dunkin' Donuts when she said, Dunkin' (laughs) Duval. You know what the best part about that woman, the the audio of that woman? Do you remember why she was arrested? The Dunkadubaw woman? Yeah. I don't remember. I don't even remember that she was arrested. I thought she was, oh. Come on. It was in the snow. It was cold. They approached her. She was jaywalking. She was jaywalking down the middle of the street in a blizzard with no shoes on. Ooh. And I think it was the get cops her some shoes. Let's that, that kind of had some mercy and said, "Hey, we're we just want to talk to you. Here. We'll get you in the car." And she went all dumb. That's your date. And of then birth. it was. Uh, wow! What was that? English? Wow. <laughs> she was happy as hell. <laughs> Higher than a kite, I think. Well, yeah, but, your feet were getting warm. But yeah. those cops were trying to help her out a little bit. And was that here? No, it, no, I, it was uh, on Chicago. the East Coast. Oh, I, I, it was not here. It was. It not was here. in a major uh, metropolitan area, but I don't remember which one it was. Or the cops said, "Is she barefoot?" Donka Dubal. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone can put this in their here we go in their file folder. Oh you yeah, know, you've never been in the wrong restaurant trying to order what they don't have. No, and I've been to some restaurants, you know, in my younger years where you'd go order food after maybe a night out in the town, but I always knew... You knew did, where you were. Did they, was it KFC and I had to order chicken? Was it tacos at Taco Bell or John's, or was it a hamburger joint? And we don't know if this gal drove uh, to the restaurant Ooh, or walked. No. I hope she I hope she was I wonder if there. she knows what a senator is. And I'm glad the another <laughs> customer stepped in and said, hey, hey, hey this on. isn't racist. Right. Tone her down or not. This is Taco Bell. They don't sell fries, lady. You know, you're in a Taco Bell. No, I'm in a Burger King. I mean, that's... That's what just happened to this guy and to this guy. That's what happened. All right. Well, I can't. that's why the word means nothing anymore. It's been it's been abused it's really, to death. It's really a go-to word that um, should... 
people really need to rethink that. People that are using the term racist. Does this woman sound like she is capable of rethinking that? No, she sends. She's gonna. She's gonna. She's gonna drop this any chance she gets if she thinks that's gonna help her, even if she's in the wrong restaurant ordering food that they've never sold. I hope that when she sobers up, um, she realizes her mistake and then maybe sends a nice card of uh, an, an oops card. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, no, I don't, I don't think, think that's, that's going to happen. Not either. going to Hallmark. Okay. I don't think that's going to happen. It. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Wild in Toronto tonight. Let's do it. Boudreaux put them through the uh, Herbie Brooks type. Uh, grueling, grueling workout yesterday in Toronto and said, this ain't no country club. This ain't no disco. This ain't no fooling around. They're going to sp- they're gonna uh, spring back. It's going to motivate them. Uh, I don't think against the Leaf. Don't you Le- think so? No, the Leaf's pretty good. Yeah. pretty good. Huh? Duran ain't playing tonight. Wolves got a chance. That's what I said. Is this yeah. six in a row? It would be it would, six would in be. a row. Okay. If they win. Yeah, they win. I'm calling it right now. Wolves win. Uh, Waking the sleeping giant. Is this the Steph Marbury team? Steph Marbury. Steph Curry. I mean, Curry. Yeah, Steph Curry. Or <laughs> as uh, they say down the hall, the girls, Stephen Curry. So I think it's Steph. Yeah. yeah. With authority. 1,500. Is ESPN KSTP St. Paul, Minneapolis? It's 41, and the sports is coming up next.